it's 4.57. Oh my god! Reach out of space! It's Boxing Day in England, everyone. So, of course, we had to record a pod for this special occasion as Manchester City lose two in a row. That's right, beginning the losing streak. And Liverpool, well, Liverpool just can't lose as they fly six points adrift from second place in the English Premier League. In part two, we chat a little bit of MLS just to keep you all in tune during this offseason. And in part three, of course, I tune you in on the Championship League table and let you know what's going on down there. And of course, as always, you'll get your chips and salsa all in this episode of the Studs Up Podcast. Yes, Lord, this is the Studs Up Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Gallardo. Alongside me in the pod is Mr. Arnold Maldonado. What's up, Arnold? What's up, AJ? What's up, man? And to the uh, right of you, I guess, right, left, center, is uh, Frank Reyes. What's up, Frank? Happy Boxing Day, everybody. Yes. Yeah, man. It's been a minute. Things are getting dusty around here, but we're on uh, recording on this special day, Boxing Day 2018. And, uh, yeah, how was your guys' Christmas? What you guys end up doing? Um, I just, uh, really very, very little, just a lot of family time and making tamales. So, okay. Do you yeah. do the whole, uh, Christmas Eve thing or no? Yeah. Yeah. We just, yeah, we, we just kind of celebrated like, you know, like you see in the memes, the traditional Mexican family, like, <laughs> um, you do everything the 24th. So that's kind of what we did. Um, made some proud of myself. Cause I made some pork, some red pork tamales, and it came out bomb. So did, um, um, that was that was kind of it. Did I read something on Instagram? That was your first time making tamales. That was my first time making those tamales. Okay, but you that made I, I mean, tamales before I mean, in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was tripping. Like what? Yeah. You're from Omani, and you've never made tamales, but uh, how they come out? What no, sauce? I, what sauce were they, bro? Uh, yeah, it was this. They're they're um. Red pork tamales. Um, just found this recipe on YouTube that looked bomb and came out really good. Okay. And uh, so is like green not traditional? Or queso, is that no. not traditional? Or is like red like the traditional shit? I'm not really sure of the history, but uh. um, no, I, I think all those are traditional. Um, but I just, uh, yeah, I just I just decided to make pork this year. They're bomb. Have you ever had Christmas style enchiladas? No, what the hell is that? Yeah, bro. No. It's with the red and green sauce on them. It's from Arizona. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Christmas style. Gotta bro. look into that. Yeah, look into that recipe. Chris, I've done them once, and they were pretty bomb. Are they spicy? Uh, no, they're more like tasty. They're from Good. Arizona. You know, I'm not. I don't know anybody. Well, my cousin lives in Arizona, but he moved out there. I don't. I don't think people from Arizona they can ha- they handle the heat. You know, not the weather. Yeah, heat, you, but you actual food heat. Yeah, usually in Arizona and New Mexico, they have like a lot of like kind of um, kind of intense spices, but not like if they're not spicy. They just like have, mole, like, right? I would say like mole is like spicy, but not, yeah, not like yeah. There you go. Just a lot of a lot of ingredients. Yeah. yeah. What up with you, Arnold? How was your Christmas, man? 
uh did a christmas eve with uh my my parents so my wife and i my parents and my side of the family over here in almani or no uh no alhambra okay and then you know did the whole midnight thing and open gifts playing played some games had tamales it was great and then uh yesterday we did it with my wife's family on christmas day yeah so we usually usually do christmas eve night with my family and then christmas morning with uh, my wife's family all right dude yeah how about you mate no man i did the whole christmas eve thing um Mm -hmm. sister came into town that was kind of a long day christmas eve and then christmas Mm -hmm. day like yeah christmas day is like thanksgiving day for me i just kind of get shit done around the pad you know stay Mm -hmm. in and Mm -hmm. yeah because everything's closed and uh yeah made some beer i brewed some I, i brewed a beer like that uh I attempted for the second time that uh, have you ever had or heard that uh, peanut butter stout? I have. I haven't no. had it, but I've heard of it. I haven't had it. Though. So we'll see if it, I looked at it this morning. It was ripping. It was already fermenting. So um, I'll uh, I'll get you. I'll let you guys uh, taste that. Are you are you a fan it, of peanut butter or no? I do. I love peanut butter. Oh, rad. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll uh, d- let you guys dip in that once it's uh it's all ready, kegged and ready to go, but uh. Nice, dude. Let's move on to Boxing Day, man. So we're gonna start. Boxing Day it is. Yeah, we're gonna start in the Premiership because uh, that's what this day is mainly all about. I actually had scheduled work today, but I called out because I knew this was gonna be going down. Uh, Oh, what? Yeah, (laughs) nice. Come on, how depressing it is to go to work the day after Christmas. Like, I would actually rather work on Christmas. I'd much rather work the twenty fifth than the twenty sixth. I'm not even kidding. No, I agree. I absolutely agree. All right, cool. So, yeah, uh, I woke up and saw the stat or all the all the actual um, results, and the first one that caught my eye, and I thought we should start on, is Leicester City two, Manchester City one. Uh, dum dum dum. Crisis? Is this crisis mode, guys? Or what's going on here? Uh, they lost last week, so that's two losses in the row. Um, you threw a stat at me uh, earlier, Arnold, that Manchester City. The last time they lost two games in a row was in December back in 2016 against Chelsea and who? And Leicester City. Dude, that is crazy. Yep. Wow. That might just be the stat of the show. Let's just end the pod. Uh, thanks for coming <laughs> in. <laughs> no, uh, but honestly, um, yeah, what, what's your opinion on Manchester City, dude? Uh, uh, Arnold, seeing that you're a United fan. I, I just think they had a bad day, man. Really? I mean, it's still, I think they're, they're a good team. Um, I hate saying it, but they're a good team. But you know, let's not underestimate Leicester City too. You know, Leicester City is a you know they're a pretty good team. Yeah. And, you know, every uh-huh. every great team suffers losses that you're unexpected. I remember like I remember Barcelona losing to like a low tier you know uh, Spanish team. You're like, what? They lost. Right. So you know, I think there's just a small hiccup. Although I you know. I'm not a big fan of Manchester City, but I think they're still, you know, they're okay. But you could agree that they're they're an attractive side to watch, right? Yeah, you know, they they play some nice footy. I I hate, you know, I hate saying it, but no, they do. They do play some some uh, some nice footy, nice passing, fast. You know, it's good. It's exciting. I mean, but that's to say with all of Guardiola's teams, though. You know, they're all attacking, right? Pass, you know. You know, we'll I mean, I, I can I can say even Liverpool is exciting to watch too. 
Yeah, Make not as exciting. Sorry, Frank. Not as exciting. <laughs> you know, so. I think Liverpool are more exciting to watch. Really? Dude, those first those first 15, 20 minutes of Liverpool game, especially when they play against big teams. Okay. Dude, there's like nothing like that. I, I You know, I, maybe in terms of efficiency. Uh, no, you know what? Actually, even in terms of efficiency, they're they're more efficient. Um, And they just play like this, the 20 minutes of just like the like Jorgen Klopp's is heavy metal football. Right. But, um. Of course, I'm probably being a little biased. I've seen way, obviously, way more Liverpool games. I thought um, you were going to say Liverpool is exciting to watch because they are always on the verge of blowing it. That wasn't a dig at you that, either, man. I mean, I seriously feel that sometimes watching Liverpool. Like, are they going to pull this off or something is going to go south? Yeah, I mean, look at that Liverpool-Napoli game. I mean, you saw exactly why yeah. Alison Becker is like, you know why they paid so much money for him um he he's the only reason he's not the only but he's the main reason why they advanced that last second block he had oh yeah everyone that would have sent them home smokable game was that the napoli game napoli liverpool oh it was kind of like a karate kick right no i he just put his body completely opened up yeah um and just attacked the ball just you know he, he was he made an offensive sort of move towards the ball and just uh, right. the guy blew it. He missed it. I mean, they should have scored and they should have moved on and they should have eliminated uh, eliminated Liverpool. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. Um, <clears throat> what's your opinion? I mean, you're probably loving it right now. You're sitting on top of the table. Liverpool, 51 points. Uh, Tottenham in 40, with 45. City with 44. How are you feeling, man? Did you think City was going to slip up twice in December? No, I didn't. Um, I'm obviously really excited. I didn't get to watch the the Man City Leicester game, but uh, just the last five, six minutes that they played at the pub after the, the Liverpool game. Mm. So I, you know, I can, and that was the most exciting part of either game for us at the pub because, you know, the Liverpool Newcastle wasn't, uh, it wasn't that, you know, exciting, but, um, but it's fun. But I did see the last game, the game against Palace. Yeah. That was like, you know, that was like kind of almost a, a freak result. Like it was not at all indicative of what the, what the game was. And sometimes you have that, you know, and and when it's your team and then you say stuff like this, you sound like you're just being biased and like, you're just backing your team. Yeah. Like you're not really, you know, accepting the flaws, but dude, they dominated palace as they should, but they completely dominated them. Dude, that, that goal that Townsend had, it was like goal of the year so far, probably. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was a nice one. Several shots that hit the post. It'll just dude. sometimes your team's just so unlucky. Like, like uh, Liverpool against Red Star uh, in Belgrade, right. it, that reminded me of that. They lost two nil. They did. So it, you know, it's one of those those types of things. So I don't know how the game was today, but if it was anything like that, um, then it, it's just a couple of tough breaks in a row. Um, for them, unfortunately, and fortunately for me, um, it could end up being the difference. You know, um, but a lot of that could just be erased in a couple of days when you know if they uh, Liverpool are going. To the Etihad. Okay. Obviously, you guys, I, and uh, you guys must feel a bit confident about that because you owned them twice last year. Yeah, I right? actually forgot what the results were, but I know no, I'm not asking them. the results. Well, you, 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 beat, you beat them both times. You beat them both yeah. times, dude. Last season. Oh, okay. I forgot, but yeah. but it, um. Yeah, I can see city like uh. Yeah, you don't want to. Nobody wants to face a city side that just came from two defeats. That uh, you know they're they're gonna they're gonna be coming at you. Uh, Guardiola side even harder. 
But yeah, yeah and, 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 and you know what? I was seeing that um, before today, you know, although Liverpool were leading by four points, yeah, the betting favorites were still City to win. And the people who set these odds, you know, they know they oh, know yeah, a thing for or sure. two. For sure. For so, sure. so after today, I did, you know, at the at the pub, I sense a little more optimism. Um, Liverpool fans are very um, <laughs> pessimistic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> They're pessimistic people, and with with good reason. And today, I sensed a, just a little more. Um, it was different. It wasn't as tense. It was just fun, and people really, really starting to believe. But, dude, this could all fall apart. Like, we could have, you know, like, the same game that City had against Crystal Palace. We could have that against Arsenal. Right. And then then we face City, and then we go in there, and it wouldn't be weird if we lost 2-1. to one. You know? Wouldn't right, be added. Right. Um, so, then you're back in you know, second place, maybe. So, um, that's my pessimism, by the way. I could feel it. But, yeah. No, um, as it sits, but, yeah, though. of course. Yeah. You guys are yeah. on top of the then, table with fifty-one points. Yeah, looking pretty good. And then man. the 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 um, I was seeing this stat the other day that eight out of the last nine teams who've uh, who've led at uh, at Christmas have uh, have gone to win the Premiership, which should really excite you if you're a Liverpool fan. But okay. the problem is that one one out of the nine was uh, a <laughs> Liverpool team. The, the, you know the the that one was team that lost. Team, right? No, that was the... Brendan Rodgers' team, I believe. Oh yeah, I forgot that was about the Luis that. Suarez year. That yeah, was Suarez that was... Sturridge, right? When they were both on fire at that time, right? That was a Slippy G moment or season. Oh damn, yeah, okay, at Stamford yeah. Bridge, right? Correct, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we led at uh, at the at Christmas break. I, I think I recall that it was a very slim lead, though, much slimmer than this. So cool. That's some. Um, Reason for optimism, right, right. Well, another uh, another team that's been going quietly about their business, Spurs, man. Um, yeah, dude. They put. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did they just win two games, five nil, five nil in a row, or was the other one five one? I think it was like five two, and, and... and this was five nil today against Bournemouth. I think they were up five nil. They were up five nil, but I think Bournemouth got. We should have these stats in front of us. So that they they beat Everton six to two. Okay, there you and go. That's they won the today, number. Yeah, and they won today five zero. Yeah, that's insane. That is insane. So, They're yeah. playing good, dude. Oh, no, I, I've are. been watching them. And <clears throat> let me ask you guys this question: If you were in uh, Pochettino's shoes, and the Manchester United job was thrown at you, like the rumors are, would what would you do? Would you go? Would you leave your project? Would you? Would you go to United? It, it completely depends for me because it's obviously a bigger job. Like right. There's no, okay. There's no doubt about that. But who's who's in charge at Man United? Who have they reshuffled things? If it's like the same thing and they just offered them a job, I wouldn't take that. The Tottenham job's a pretty good job, and it's not worth going into the mess um, that Man United is. They have to fix some of their issues that are. I think you know. Right now, they've won a couple of games with the interim manager, but right. But they obviously have some serious issues. Um, you know, what are they going to do in the off season? Um, what are the plans? If they reshuffle everything, um, which I think they should, right? I mean, well, you know, you already fired Mourinho, which is the most expensive part of the puzzle. You have to pay him a lot of money. So, yeah, if if uh, things are reshuffled, yeah, for sure, you would. Uh, there's no doubt. It's a that's a once in a lifetime job, man. Yeah, no, I mean, what if he never gets that? You have to take it. I hate Manu, but it's a yeah, no. <laughs> 
But yeah, there's something, the no, there's something definitely toxic there if you look at the successors of uh, Alex Ferguson. There's something going yeah. on behind the scenes, and they say it's general managers, and you know, so it just trickles down, and they're uh, just the way of, of doing business is like uh, you know, a, a thing of the past. Arnold, what would you do, man? If, if see, I'm 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 more of a because I'm a big Alex Fergie fan. Okay, and I want uh, Maurizio to be. That at Tottenham, dude. I want him to put Tottenham on the map, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, and I think he, and I think he can do it because he has a great team, you know. And he, they just resigned everybody. Mm-hmm. And you know, Tottenham's having one of the best starts of their entire history. Uh, I like think ever. I heard that. Yeah, I think I heard that. Which is crazy. And, and they're in second place. And yeah, and yeah, exactly. And they're in second place. And so, to me, right now, what bugs me about Manchester United is ownership. I think. The owners um, are trying to get out of debt, and by doing so, can't afford these big, expensive, you know, really, really expensive players. And then, the way they're playing right now, you can't bring in the big players because who wants to come over and play, right? It's, it's you know, uh, right now a, a big time player would rather play for Liverpool or Tottenham, you know, or Man City. I'm not sure that that's necessarily the case, though. Like, I don't think the prestige has worn off yet. Look, when when Liverpool were were like, dude, those I've seen some of those. Like sometimes people um, in my supporters group just post random lineups from like 2009. God, they were so sad, dude. Like they were, <laughs> and no one wanted to come. Like that, that those were really bad, bad days. Liverpool, uh, Man, Man United is not even close to there. Um, I'm, I'm, I think. Well, so, I think what I'm trying to say is that they're going. They're they're getting to that. You know, yeah, that, no, but you know. but but it, here's the thing that if I I mean I understand that you know you want Tottenham to to forge an identity, but if I'm Pochettino, yeah, I think you understand the limitations of of a team like Spurs. Like, first off, it's not. I mean, are they for like a you know young Brazilian or, or Argentine or whatever German footballer? Are they in your top four of teams you want to go to if you could pick anywhere? I mean, they're they're not like. I mean, they're they're one of the best teams, but they're they're not quite at the level of like Men City and and even Man United um, in terms of prestige so far. So you I understand agree. that, and then you you also have to understand that I, I feel like um, Tottenham sometimes they're they're not the type of team who would do like what Liverpool did, like go splurge on Van Dyke and and on Allison, and and Man U would do at some point would like yeah maybe right now they're going through a tough period, but you know they're going to return to that type of spending because they're, I think they're like the most profitable club. They, you know, they're like the most expensive club in the world. They're going to, Correct. they're going to be able to come back from that. So then as a coach, you want, you want to, um, I think uh, you see a club like United as like, this can maximize my possibilities as a manager. This is like what you want to be because there's some limitations to him. Maybe, maybe he feels he's, he's a better manager and he's like, uh, he's a little limited. At Tottenham. Well, one thing yeah. for sure is they're gonna throw they're gonna throw him a fat, fat uh, fat oh yeah, they, they want him to like keep him. So whether if he stays or not, to me personally, if I was in his shoes, I'd stay. I've already done all the hard work. Um, I would hate for him to leave Tottenham Hotspurs because of uh, all the great English players that play for England now. He's developed a lot of them, and I don't uh, say yeah. developed like he's followed them through the youth academy, but he's made them into the professional players that they are now sitting in second place but yeah man um 
Let's just let's. I'm let's looking see. at the betting odds. Yeah. Let's, just real. I'm, go for it. I'll go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Shoot, no because I wanted to wrap I'm this look, up. Go for it. I'm looking at the betting odds for next coach. Uh, it's uh, Pochettino, uh, the current coach. I can't say his name. Oh yeah. Uh, Zidane. Uh huh. Zidane and uh, Allegri, then Laurent Blanc. Those oh, interesting. Like interesting. Top, okay. Top five betting odds. Yeah, Laurent Quick Blanc. Track. I've heard of Blanc. That was strange. Interesting. And I think mm. the only reason why they make that connection is because of Paul Pogba. That fool ain't going anywhere. Anyways, moving on to United news since we're <clears throat> talking about Paul Pogba. I think um, my personal opinion, let me know what you guys think, is I think a uh, majority, Paul Pogba, specifically Paul Pogba, but uh, some of those other United players said, they went to the board and said, hey, check it out. It's either us, because, you know, the calendar year is up, and uh, we're not going to renew it, or we'll be open to be transferred to other clubs, or it's Mourinho. And I think that's how the decision went down. In my personal opinion, and so the board said, "All right, we don't want to risk losing some of these uh, marquee players." So Mourinho has been given his uh, P45. I think that's what they call it in England when you get your marching orders to uh, to leave the job. But yeah, Arnold, you're the United head, bro. How do you feel about all this? How do you feel about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? You know, in the dugout, isn't it so crazy? Dude, I remember Ole, who put one behind the yeah, Germans' yeah, net? Exactly. Who put one behind the it, Germans' net? How does it make you net? feel, dude? I feel, I feel, I like it. I like that Ole's come. I'm a little bummed out, though. He's a, just a caretaker, so he can maybe have a great season and not even be the coach. Right. Well, it's, you know, it's, you well know, it's, he, he's a second favorite. I mean, it's Yeah, that's also, that's also another thing that's too, true. I wouldn't do. As Just because you had a, a good bounce, I mm-hmm. wouldn't give it to him. You know what I mean? I just don't think he has the uh, ability to see out a United season. That's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, his credentials don't really... What I think he relegated Cardiff, if I'm mistaken. I think I'm almost certain in saying that. But anyways, like we're not... How do you feel about just Mourinho being given his marching orders? And what's your opinion <clears throat> about these players not performing? Who do you point the finger at? Like, Well, I, like, I think a lot, of, a, a lot of it... Man? You know, a lot of it has to go on Mourinho because he's the one that would... You know, verbally expresses frustrations, right? right? right. You know, so, um, you know, he would blame the board because he couldn't get his players that he wanted. So if I'm on the team, I'm thinking, what the hell? Like, so am I not doing enough? And like, am I not good enough for you? Okay, so you're not blaming the players then for not showing up for the manager? You're blaming the manager? Yeah, a big part of it for me is the manager, dude. And I, I, you know, and I have a respect for Marino because we all know what he's done in the past, right? Right. Um, but I just feel with uh, Manu, it just didn't, you know, but you can't cook, you know, you can't do it with all teams, you know, right. can't you, be the great one with every, with you, everybody. I, I know we're going long on this because it's been a while since we talked about premiership and there's been mm-hmm. so much that's been going on. Coaches mm-hmm. dying, coaches losing their jobs. Like the list is mm-hmm. fucking crazy. But, um, do you think, uh, do you, what do you think his next job is going to be? Or do you think, uh, just football in general just kind of passed him up at this level? Like with the Klops, with the Pochettinos, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, with the Saris. So I, I hope to see him, what I would like for him to go is to go to like a mid-tier team. You oh, know, that. maybe like, maybe seeing Marina go to like a West Ham or a, mm. you know what I mean? Do you, or, think, do you think he has a humility? I don't know. See, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, that's not I agree MO. with you, but, but uh, wouldn't that be even worse almost? Like, I mean, yes, he seems no, to have... No, yeah. Yes, I mean for for his reputation, yes, but who knows? Like that's also how you also get respected too. It's like, oh man, you coached Everton and you, you know, got him into the Champions League. You know, that's a big deal. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. To be honest with you, I just see him now. 
being like there's always the Portugal jobs always on the table for uh, uh, for him for him obviously because mm-hmm. he is Portuguese but I think I think he needs just needs to take a long holiday man and just figure out shit maybe Italy yep I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna be working in England for a while yeah so, so that that's they that's love him in Italy gonna... they love him there yeah no that, that's that's what I was gonna mention that that I think the road for him because you know it's gonna be tough to get Say like Arnold mentioned a team like Everton back in the Champions League just because the money's so massive in England with a lot of the teams that I think if you take like a like let's say you take a a perennial Champions League uh, team from maybe Italy or something and you really really take them far in Champions League and we do really good in Serie A or another league we do really good with with those with a team like that that uh, that starts to open doors for you like I think his the sample size of his career, like the good part of it, is just too big to to say that the games passed him by. He needs like at least another shot. So he's gonna get it because well, he, not only it, that, but going back to be, going back to what ahead. we were saying about United, maybe that's just not the job. I think he thought, what's the saying? He bit off a bit more than he could chew. I think that job. Well, we all saw what it what it did to David Moyes and what it's done to other managers in the past. It's a mess. Yeah, so no, some of it, it, it doesn't all fall on him. Yeah, it doesn't. But anyways, uh, I'm going to wrap up the premiership right here with the league, guys. And then if any other thoughts pop up in your head, I'll throw them in at the end. So I'm going to start from the bottom, not the top. So you got Huddersfield Town sitting at the bottom, uh, relegation zone with Fulham and Burnley, all sitting within three points of each other. Uh, out barely, by the skin of their teeth, of the relegation zone is both Cardiff and Southampton. Up the, above them is Newcastle. Rumored to be having new owners soon. I don't know how true that is. Crystal Palace is up there above them. Brighton, West Ham, Bournemouth. Got Wolves, Wolverhampton. And then you got Everton forever sitting in eighth place. Seems like they never move. Uh, Leicester City, Manchester United in sixth with a good run with two wins under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Uh, you got Arsenal in fifth. Chelsea in fourth with that late uh, minute winner. At uh, Stamford Bridge, you got Manchester City, Spurs, and then Liverpool in first. Big shout-out. <clears throat> I always give a big shout-out to Roy Hudson. But honestly, earlier we were talking about them beating City, and they're in 14th place. I think the last time we recorded this podcast, they were in the relegation zone. So that might work out. And I think Zaha is still not consistent. I think he's still been on and off, on and off. So they're winning games without Zaha. That's a plus. The whole joke is that they only win when, when Zaha's playing. So... Yeah, boys. Anything else you want to add on the uh, on this island of England? Uh, that's it for me, man. Rory, I'm sure I'll, I'll remember something later. <laughs> Rory, you there? No, I'm good. No, I'm good too, mate. All right, cool. Uh, why don't you do us a favor and close this out with the time on your watch? <laughs> <laughs> please, please, please. It's five twenty-five. Good evening! Alright, welcome back to the Studs Up Podcast. This is part two, where we, uh, we're not going to switch it up. We're going to keep it traditional. We're going to hit MLS just for a minute. Uh, Really not, nothing much to really talk about because it's off-season, and we never did a pod on the actual final or when LA Galaxy got eliminated or when LAFC got eliminated at home. So here we are. 
Um, just a real, just to touch on the final guys. Were you satisfied with Atlanta winning? Yeah, no. I want, I want Atlanta to win. Yeah, I wanted Atlanta to win too. Okay. It, really, I thought it, you would have thought Portland for you, uh, Arnold. No. Okay, no I just, I, I like from the beginning how they were getting, um, and I think Frankie mentioned this in the pod a long time ago. Uh, they were just doing smart buys of these really talented young South Americans. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, I just thought that was great. Just great scouting and uh, steering away and, you know, and then not spending a whole lot of money, you know? Right. Well, Rewind, I, you, I you love the vindication. All, if you want to go all the way back, Arnold, Rewind, do you remember when we started this pod, just you and I, where were they sitting at the table? They were like at the bottom, bro. Do you oh, remember Atlanta? that or no? Portland. I, no, I'm Portland, talking about yeah. Portland, sorry. Oh no, yeah, Portland was. Yeah, they, they were. You're right. You were. So I'm just trying to give a little Portland love, like you know what I mean. They they picked their game up and they made it to the final. Oh, no, for uh, sure. And and if Portland would have won the final, I would have been happy for them too, because I like I also like Portland. But I and think I, I was just kind of a little more proud of how Atlanta was doing it. You know. No cr- credit to Atlanta. Like yeah, Frankie, everybody. But yeah, credit to Atlanta. They it's hard to to hold a whole season, you know, winning games like that and staying on top. But to be honest with both you guys, I was told about this. Uh, what's the coach's name? Tata. Uh, um, yeah. Tata. Tata. Yeah. Tata okay. Martino. Yeah, I was I was told like you know they play some like crazy expansive football, you know, uh, some groundbreaking shit for MLS. I wasn't really impressed by that final. And I know finals kind of like don't build up to uh, to what they're supposed to be, but I wasn't impressed by. It. And I'm not a. F- I don't back Mexico. Like I, 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 I don't go against Mexico either, but. After seeing that final, I wouldn't be impressed if he was going to coach my country. But I don't know how Frank, Frank, how do you feel about the final? Yeah, a, it, what do you, what do you thought his football looked like, and are you ready for him to be a Mexico coach? <laughs> okay, so as far as what I thought about the game, I was obviously rooting for Atlanta because it's a vindication of everything they've done. Like the the TFO that they, the supporters put before the game said it was just this steam engine that said, right. you know, MLS, MLS 3.0. So that, right, that's, right. Uh, um, you know, that's, uh, that's what they've been playing all season. And, you know, since last year, you could say they had they choked completely the first game last year in the playoffs. But um, I, I personally am excited about him taking over the Mexico job. Um, I think he has, you know, he wasn't a, a roaring success at Barcelona, but he's got, I don't know, I think He's a guy with pedigree. He's got, you know, he's, he, he doesn't have maybe an incredible resume, but I love the way he had Atlanta playing the whole season or the last two years, really. Um, they're easily the most fun team to watch. Um, that final is not a, an indication of the way they play. Um, okay, got you. Cool. Do I think he's like, you know, incredible. He's going to take them to a semifinal? Probably not. But I, I like him as an option considering everything else Mexico had. Right. So he's my favorite. Do you, um, not, not what you're hoping from, but do you... Uh... What's your prediction about his uh, success at Mexico, if any? It's tough. All, all success for Mexico, it comes from how they do for a two-week period in June <laughs> every four years. That's it. <laughs> so, like, do you see tough, him man. succeeding in, at, at, in, in, that, uh, in that seat, in those shoes? I do. Okay. I do. And I see him succeeding because I think there's a there's a new you know there's you you could be I think cautiously optimistic and say that there is kind of a new crop or a new breed to put it better right. of Mexican players coming up 
which, you know, we're getting more creative, um, sort of more creative and and sort of uh, offensive players in first-team football and even out to Europe at a younger age than ever before. And to me, that's always been the formula. That has to be the formula. Um, and those guys are coming up. So it could be just perfect timing for okay. for a guy like Tata. So that's why I like a guy like him. Um, you saw him coach the young, really young players at, um, at Atlanta United and do really good with them. Right. So I think, you know, you trans you move out to Mexico. Um, I think he's gonna do good in the qualifiers, and I think um, who knows? It's a freaking toss up, man. Once it's the World Cup, that's all it's gonna come down to. Right. Cool. But we'll I'm leave excited. It on, we'll leave it on that, dude. I don't want to make it the Mexico corner, but yeah. So Tata right, is right. Uh, splitting over to Mexico. That's where that's going down. Um, top scorers this year were Jose Martinez, who was phenomenal, scored in that final. Uh, below him, Slatan, who didn't start the season with LA Galaxy, right? My wrong right. that. No. Okay, dope. That's amazing then. Uh, Bradley Wright Phillips at his age, still banging them in with 20. Uh, tied with 20 as artists. Crazy. Two X or uh, an X uh, LAS, uh, LA Galaxy uh, kid. Hot right born. There. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. So, um, no. Uh, cool first year for LAFC. I think I'll let you guys go first so I can get my stuff. Uh, my stuff. Well, actually, no. I'll, I'll go first with LAFC. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Um, I don't. I, to be honest with you, I'm just waiting for the new season to start. When does the new season start? March. Okay. Yeah. Um, no signings. Just uh, a lot of uh, re-signing. There's some drama. Um, as far as LAFC knew, you shot us that um, Simon is going to Toronto. <laughs> I have mixed feelings yeah. about that. What, what a douchebag, man. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't but, boo him, but I wouldn't clap him. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There so you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll play devil's advocate just for the sake of go argument. Go ahead. Okay, so he. So for the listeners, that um, Simon used to be our captain. He uh, built the team, just kind of directed them, and then decided to leave to France for family reasons. But then he scored the first goal for at at Bank of California. Yeah, yeah, no, too. he's got history. There's no doubt. Um, you can't erase history. And then went to France for family reasons. And then I guess it wasn't family reasons because now he's at Toronto. So I don't know. I feel a bit a bit burnt from the whole deal. But go ahead, uh, Frank. I didn't want to cut you. I just wanted to give the listeners a backstory about Simon. Context. And, Context. And yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So apparently um, I was also under the understanding that there was some family reason. And MLS teams are very... Um, yeah, you had mentioned this in respecting. the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very respecting of stuff like that. Like, you, oh, you got to go? Fuck it. You know, it's cool. But, um, you know, with him, it seemed... Okay, so it seemed like the reason he left LAFC was because he wanted security, long-term security, for he said, for his family. But, but he wanted a contract. He wanted a, uh, he wanted a long-term security. He got... A, he signed with the MLS because you, you sign with the league. Right. You don't sign with the team. Okay. And he signed with... with um, the league for a two-year contract after a, a failed spell at Dijon or whatever. Right. Which um, was never going to go so well. Dijon it, is a uh, an, uh, a top-tier side in France at his age. Yeah. At that level, I'm sorry, I don't follow France, but that was never going to work out. I'm sorry. I, that was just my personal opinion, but go ahead with your story. I think you guys have a higher uh, respect for the French league than I do. But, but, <laughs> but, um... <laughs> 
No, but in, in any case, so if he's happy with a two-year contract coming back into possibly Toronto, because I think he knows he's going to go there. So is that what he was asking from LAFC? Was he asking for a two-year contract? Because if that's the case, how do you not give your captain a two-year contract? Oh, no, absolutely. No, that's a great point. And I'm letting the wheels and your questions spin in my head right now. Um, yeah, that's kind of shameful, especially your captain, like you said. Um, like you said, Arnold scored the first goal at the bank. Um, there's we have banners of them. We respect them. I don't know. I'm confused. I'm confused about some footballers, man. To be honest, in the moves they make, um, strange, strange that you would. Well, just strange on Simon's part that he wouldn't see out a contract. Like, if you're calling yourself the captain, if you're calling yourself X, Y, and Z, um, the general, you will be a general and see out the season. I'm sorry, but fuck your family, like. Dude, this is your job. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I would, I would tell my no, family, it, fuck it, you, this is my sounds, job, dude. It, yes. This it is sounds job, rough, but that, that's... It's harsh. He brings some of the bacon. Everyone's always yeah. like, oh, family first, family first. I know, yeah, soccer is just a game. But, dude, this is like, you're part of something huge. And see it out. Like, you know, be a professional. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I mean, you bring up a good point, AJ. I mean, you know what I mean? These guys are making bank, you know, so... It's not like they're doing it, you know, like, oh, they're, you know, like some of these, you know, granted some MLS players right. know, and the don't get is, paid, but he, he, he's getting paid. So, yeah, like you said, was, and if, if you're making all that money, yeah, then you got to know what's com- what, what comes with it, right? All that, you know, yeah, well, like, you're not going to be able like, to see no disrespect to Minnesota or Houston. But come on, bro. You're in one of the biggest metropolitan cities in the United States. With beaches and mountains and it's not bad living here. I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, Galaxy got burned by a Belgian too. So yeah, Frank had mentioned. Or maybe yeah, that was di- that. different, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I'm not I trying to like poop on Belgians, you know, in the MLS. But no, it's mm-hmm. just like let's just rewind and just talk about it on a professional standpoint, dude. Frank, we sign you. See out your contract, man. Don't don't be that guy, especially if you're if we give you the captain's armband. And I don't know, it's weird. Like I, it, I agree with that 100. percent Yeah. So when when it was family, I was like, damn, dude. You know, I can't really like harsh on that. Like you know he. Maybe some of his children are special needs and they need special teachers that, you know, that France can provide or whatever it is, cater to whatever the personal matter is. I understand that. But then when you come back to, to MLS and play for Toronto, it's like confusing, confusing, especially at his age. But yeah, shame on LAFC if they didn't extend his contract, but I don't think that was a deal. And um, anyway, anyways, like, yeah, he was doing so well. I'm pretty sure they offered him a contract. I don't know. I'm not sure what's what's going on in the dude's personal life, but. Uh, uh, like, yeah, to answer your guys' question, will I clap for him? Yeah, quite quite possibly to be respectful. Will I boo him? No. Like, there's no, no need to boo him, like, you know what I mean? But that's up to him if, you know. Does he celebrate when he scores a goal, that whole silly thing? Strange. He better uh, not. I, I, I hate all that. Yeah. I, I, it gets complicated. Celebrate your goals. Celebrate yeah. your goals. Like, you don't have to be in, in a-hole about it. Just, you know, show your soccer passion. That's it. You don't have to be show your team up. Just celebrate your goals. I'm not a fan of the team, the guys who like, like when Salah didn't celebrate against Roma, I thought it was kind of, I don't know. Right. Exciting. Celebrate, right? No? Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm no. wrong? I agree. But some people get all touchy about that shit. Anyways, uh, I, 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 yeah. I get, I get touchy about that. You do? I do. Yeah, I okay. Do. Nothing wrong yeah, with so that. Yeah, like, so, like, I'm the type of guy be like, you motherfucker, you fucking celebrated in front yeah. of, like, like, I remember we went to the, LAFC games against DC United and um, when DC United scored he went right to the supporter fans and then told them to shut up and then all of a sudden they, you know, they threw bottles at him it's like what do you expect dude like 
you know, if you're gonna go up and you know get the the other crowd, you know, around right. us of the guy, if, if someone that we used to play for us did that, yeah, I would get so I would be vivid, man. Right, right. So yeah, no, just to end on LAFC news uh, for Arnold, U.S. Men's National Team, Miller, Ramirez, and Zimmerman all got called up by the U.S. Men's National Team. So I always think that's an honor, you know, and it makes us look pretty good. You know, yeah, they're doing their their January camp right now, the men's national team. So, yeah, we'll have to do a whole USA deal. Well, I'll, I'll let you uh, later, <laughs> later, later down in the new yeah, year. We, yeah, we also got USA to corner. Yeah, no, I can't wait to hear your your spill on that. But uh, now that's it for LAFC on a on a somber, more somber, sad note. Like you know, I know we were talking about football, and you know, it sometimes it feels like it's life. But yeah, Ziggy Smith passed away. Frank shot us the news today, but I guess he passed away yesterday. So rest in peace, Ziggy. Um, and yeah, LA Galaxy, you guys want to say a word on Ziggy? If you guys just want to talk about Galaxy, go for it, dude. This is your minute. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I actually would. Um, right. I, I follow both the Columbus crew and the and the, obviously the LA Galaxy on social media. Mm-hmm. So my my uh, Instagram is like filled with pictures of CU Smith. <laughs> um, just you know. Uh, but yeah, he was. I think uh, a lot of people, you know, don't understand what what a, an important part of like U.S. soccer he was. Okay. I mean, he was obviously he was the winningest coach in MLS history for just for one. He I found this found out this trivia a couple weeks ago that he's in several different Hall of Fames. He's mm-hmm. in the he's in the AYSO Hall of Fame. Wow. He was on the he was on the first. This is just random trivia. The first AYS, one of the first four AYSO teams ever, and they came out of your hood, well, uh, Arnold. They're they're in Torrance. Oh, oh no way! That would make sense. As a kid, because Arcadia over here is number two. Not to cut you off, yeah. Arcadia is number oh, AYSO ahead, is number two is over here. Crazy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So so he was um, yeah, he was on a team called the Firefighters, which I love that name, like for a 1960s AYSO team. And then he he went on to coach UCLA. He won, I think, three national championships. He won. He was in the USA, I mean the uh, UCLA uh, Hall of Fame, um, and then he's going to make the National Soccer Hall of Fame. There's no doubt about that. Um, so he's going to be in three different Hall of Fames. Winning as coach ever, won um, went everywhere he went. Uh, Columbus, Seattle, he went three in a row um, U.S. Open Cups. Never the MLS Cup with Seattle, but he did win the first ever championship MLS title for the Galaxy. Right. And he won one with. You know what was interesting? He went on with the crew, um, and the first designated player he signed was an older Argentinian player named Guillermo Barros Queloto. Look at that, huh? And today, the Galaxy named, you know, former Boca Juniors coach right. Guillermo Barros Queloto wow, to be his a, long-term crazy, successor. Small world, man. Yeah. Wow. Um, so he's. Yeah, that, that, that guy, he, he's impacted soccer in, in, I think, more ways than we'll ever understand. So, it's, uh, yeah, so. Sad news, definitely, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, studs up podcast. Send regards to both, yeah, family and Ziggy, man. Rest in peace, brother. Um, no, but before before all that, um, before all that was, uh, before the news you had hit me, prior, prior to all that, I had shot you a text, maybe I said this on the pod, I thought something was up with his health, and... I'm not you sure did. if it's related to your house. But, yeah, you did say that, yeah. And so then he was, he, you know, he was, he, you know, resigned from his job and 
you know, you never want to see a man, like, you know, lose his job. But I, I was worried for a minute. And, yeah, the news came in that he was in the hospital. You text me. And, yeah, here we are. Sad news, brother. Yeah. Uh, what's up with the uh, What's up with other Galaxy news, man? Arnold? Well, <laughs> we uh, we resigned uh, Jorginho, the the defensive mid. That's the latest, right? And we gave Zlatan his one year contract. And I think we. Well, it was, I think it's a multi year contract. Oh, yeah, they're uh, they're uh, gonna, they're going to give him multi year after all. Wow. Yeah, okay. MLS doesn't really release. Um, they're, I don't understand why, but they don't release a lot of stuff. So it's a multi-year contract, and it's the highest paid ever. Um, it's uh, uh, they haven't said how much, but it's going to surpass the seven point one point some the seven point one something that Kaká made. So he'll be the highest paid MLS player in history, at least Worth per it or annual no? salary. Absolutely. Okay. What do you think, Arnold? Uh, yeah, I think we can get another two good years out of him, and you know that's that's pretty much it. Good like business I, if, if you could. But I, I think he, I, he was great um, um, for what he did, you know, when he came. And uh, he, he still looks good to me. I mean, he's he still looks good in MLS. Let's put it that way. Dope. He does. He does. Yeah. There's there's a, a I think I think there's a couple just a few other things. Um, crap. I think that's it. Actually, never mind. <laughs> Well, did, <laughs> didn't didn't, didn't um, the Galaxy let go of Ashley Cole? Did they really? Uh, well, he's he's gonna retire, I think. Oh, okay. yes. All right. Well, let me ask uh, you this. Let me just end on this question, then, man. Like, if you guys were professional football players, what would you be doing in your off time right now? If you're in MLS, would you fly back to your, you know, to Almani? Would you fly back to? <laughs> what would you do during this time of year, man? I would fly well, back to my. No, just in general, on Europe. Let's say you're in Europe. What would you do, Arnold? We'll start with you, Arnold. What would you do? Fly back to Almani and coach Monte United, Shut man. To glory. <laughs> Anyways, Frank, that question's done. You're done. <laughs> Frank, what would you do? Fucking go, fly home and make tamales? Burn yourself? Get <laughs> exactly injured? Exactly what I do. No, no, no. Basically, you know, if I, obviously you'd be a professional. You'd take a couple weeks off, take a little vacation. Get back to it, man. That's it. Nice. Just that uh, you got to get in that routine. Would you be in the spotlight? Would you? Would someone find you at a Drake concert or something like that? Oh no, no. Would you no, go to a Laker game, never, Arnold? Would you? You'd be at a Laker game, Arnold. I could see you there. I'd be. I mean, so I'm assuming we're we're super famous. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like I want to say super famous, oh. but you're like Hazard oh, yeah, 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 famous. I'm, you're like Hazard famous. Like you know, people yeah. might not know you in LA. Yeah. So you're not, not playing MLS. No, no, you're. Oh, yeah. That's sad. I play start an academy in, 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 in El Monte, dude, like a little small one. Okay. Oh, look at you. Look yeah, at yeah, that's something. Yeah. You know, you're back, huh? Up. You wouldn't go back to work. You'd. I know what you would do, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways, man, let's uh, wrap up this part two uh, with your watch, and then we'll come back with part three. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's 5.58. <laughs> we'll hit you back with part three right after this. All right. Welcome back to the Studs Up Podcast. This is part three where we just wrap up Europe. Um, and I get real excited about this part because I get to have a little championship corner. So, yeah. Exactly. I'll spill the beans on you guys since you've been out of tune for a minute. But uh, in the championship, it's looking pretty nice with Leeds United. 
top of the table, mm-hmm. 51 yeah. points. Um, Bookie's favorite to be promoted to the premiership. So they are can't su- wait. Yeah. Oh, oh, let me ask you this question. So <laughs> would you buy a jersey now, Arnold, and then rock your championship jersey into the New York or, or buy the premiership one? So if the if the Kappa jerseys actually fit me, yeah, yes, I would totally rock the one they have right now. They, they are uh, Kappa's. They, they, yeah. it's, a le- tight. it's a legitimate concern. It really is. You know it is. But yeah, yeah, I would I would buy the one with the championship number in the back. That's what you want, right? Yeah, Jack Harrison. That's like, what, we get. what would you do if if this is so funny? If Liverpool was relegated, would you buy the championship jersey when they got promoted back to the Premiership, or would you buy the the premiership jersey that season. I, I'd buy the championship jersey during their stay in the championship. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be dope. Anyways, below Leeds yeah. is Norwich. <clears throat> below them, in third is West Brom, Sheffield United in fourth, Middlesbrough, and then Derby County in sixth. From then on, it's just the uh, black hole. That's what I like to think of the championship. Which Birmingham seventh, QPR eighth, Austin Villa ninth. Uh, in 10th, it's uh, Nottingham Forest. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, because that's my team. In 16th place, they're just... I think they're in a situation where they're going to be canning their coach, if they haven't already. Um, because this is the time to do it, based on the transfer window. So keep your eyes peeled on that. Millwall in 20th. Rotherham in 21st. And then you got the relegation battle at the bottom, which is Bolton. Which are Bookie's favorite to go to, to drop. Reading, yikes. They were once at a playoff push uh, last year. Now they're in 23rd. And then you got Ipswich Town, which Mick McCarthy used to coach and no longer does because they thought that he was doing a shitty job. And look at them now in the relegation zone. Mick McCarthy now coaches at, guess where, guys? Republic of Ireland. Boom. Oh, he's crazy. Oh, nice. There you go. Cool. I knew I could bring something to the table. But yeah, so that's my championship roundup. Gentlemen. It is all yours where you would like to take things up in, uh, in the European League. I think that you guys are talking about CONCACAF and try to keep that kind of short as far as like the World Championship Cup or I don't even know what's going on on that end. So if any of you guys want to tie us in with Boca Juniors or River and all that other nonsense, you would know more than me. So the floor is I, yours. I wanted to continue a little bit with some of the championship stuff. Go for it. Um, <clears throat> Just, I'm gonna go a little piggyback on what you were saying. Sure. The 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 top three in League One are Portsmouth, Luton Town, and Sunderland. Oh, um, so that's right. Portsmouth, oh, you're going you know, down the league below. Okay, cool. Yeah. So Portsmouth are, are, are leading League One, and they could be bad. You know, I, I thought they had a pretty decent run in the Premier League before they went into administration. Yeah, administration, and yeah. Tragically fell. You know, dude, like that was that was division. a bummer. Yeah, that was a bummer. Yeah, I think, I think they played like AC Milan at some point in the Europa League. Like they're legit. They had a decent but, um, squad. Yeah, they, they did. Same as Bolton. And, uh, I, Same as Bolton. Just legit, Bolton. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, Sunderland, um, you know, have suffered almost as tragic a fall as. Uh, as Portsmouth did, but without the, just by sort of incompetence, almost, um, not by by administration. Right. And I just wanted to uh, bring a Netflix suggestion. Um, I started, I watched like the first four episodes of, I think it's called Sunderland Till I Die. Okay. On on Netflix, and it's really good. There's a lot of um, like uh, a lot of you know, there's been a lot of uh, football, um, sort of series, yeah, yeah. yeah, documentaries and stuff that fall. Um, you know what, personally, as a big Liverpool fan, 
I liked the Liverpool one that came out years ago. It was okay. I mean, it was good, but I wasn't like emotionally attached to it. Like okay. there wasn't like a lot of drama going on. This one's good. I, I like this one okay, better. Okay, for the listener, how many episodes? You said four you already watched. How many are there? I watched four. Ah, shoot, I, there are eight or ten. I think there are eight. Oh, yikes. Okay, how long are these episodes? Yeah. An hour? I think they're less. 30, cool, dope. They're a little less. Um, but but in, in any case, um, it's cool, man. It's just, uh, you know, the, these some of these teams are, are much better for this type of, like, bingy drama right. <laughs> documentary than like a top club would be because like I, I learned a lot about Sunderland that they're like a, some successful sort of port town at some point Working class they remind town, me yeah, yeah that, that all fell apart almost like Detroit or like Rochester New York some of these right. towns that were like everything went away you know right and um, the identity of the town at least as this documentary portray- uh, portrays is is the team and they're so attached to the team, and they're you know they're good fans. They're better, you know. They have a nice stadium, the Stadium of the Light. Do they touch um, on so the uh, the the rivalry against the the Tyne Weir Dar- Derby? Do they touch on that the, at all or no? The Newcastle. Yeah. Um, for the first episodes, not so far. At least I think there's been some mention in it, but they haven't gone in depth about it. They're really the the theme focuses around the drama a lot around the. Uh, I guess the person who's be like their who'd be like their general manager. Right. I don't know what his title is. <clears throat> And like the coach, it focuses a lot on that. Did you know and that the, uh, documentary started based on them thinking they were going to get promoted back to the premiership? And it all I did went, not know that. Yeah. I did not know that, but it feels that way. Yeah. The thing is that that they it, the, the show highlights the the new sort of <laughs> the new world order of championship football. That's yeah. why I wanted to bring it up during the second uh, this segment. Yeah. Because um, there's big spending now in the championship. Oh. Like for 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 yeah. for being the championship, there's big big spending, and they pretty much refused to do that because they just didn't have the money. The owner just got tired of. I, mean, I think they mentioned how much money he'd squandered on the team. Um, even if you if you um, include like selling, um, oh, shoot, what's the uh, the Everton goalkeeper Pickford? Oh yeah, they no, sold, yeah. but he, but they they still lost a, a crap ton of money. Yeah. So he pretty much quit on the team financially. And you just you. see it all fall apart, and just uh, it's sad. All right, but I'll, it's I'll have really to tune good. Into that for sure, man. Definitely during this break. Hell yeah. yeah. Any anything else, Arnold? Any European news, or you guys want to talk about? Uh, yeah, those leagues we were referring to earlier. So, you, what recently there was a tournament in the United Arabs, and it was the FIFA World Club Cup. Okay. Do you so t- it's, oh, it's, let me ask you this question first. Do you take that cup it. serious? I do. Okay. I, that's that's okay. me though. That's me. I don't really take um, it. I don't take it as a cup. Frank, do you I'm, take that serious or no? Do you, you know what? It's just yes or no, think... motherfucker. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I, okay. So if you want it, it's like cool. It's like the Community Shield. You want it. So do you feel like you want something? I guess a step Not, above Community Shield. It's well, bigger than that. It's well, it's a step that. above, but yeah. it's. It's well. Anyways, Arnold, I don't want to like cut you off. Go for it. So Go it's, for it, it's it's a big deal because it's the every continent's Champions League winner. Correct. Yeah, you don't have to this, run right? through the whole thing, but we get it. It's like the ultimate Champions League. Correct. Correct. And my thing is, my I just get excited and I hope to see the an MLS or a Mexico team go to the final. Okay. So that's my little like two cents. That's why I watch it, right? Yeah. Uh, like I want to see maybe like a Pachuca win it or go or not win it but just go to the final. 
or it's your one to for me it's my one shot to see you know Chivas versus Real Madrid on a game that actually matters that's not a friendly yeah not only that but I will jump on what you're saying and say it's a it's a final all games or playoffs or finals whatever they, I don't know how it runs down and any mm-hmm. team could be any team in 90 minutes bam straight up correct correct straight up man and I, I remember the first one I saw was Liverpool versus uh Internacional yeah I'm, and we saw it at Cabrera's house like super late at night and I remember it, um Internacional won one zero yeah but I feel like Liverpool dominated that game yeah I do vaguely and remember that remember that, that and then so an, another big one that, that I really wanted to see was Santos versus um Barcelona this is when Neymar was with, with, with Santos okay and we saw it at Dave's house. I remember we, because all these oh, games yeah, are always like that. three. Damn, crazy! All these games are like at three in the morning. That's Sony. That's why it's not popular. Right. So I, I was gonna go ahead. I was I was gonna include something after. Sorry. Oh no! So that that's so. Yeah, we don't want to hear the, just, just fuck the, the history. Just, Give us the rundown. What's going on with that 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 <laughs> competition? Give us the rundown. So Where right is now, it at now? The, where is it at now? Yeah. So right now, the the big two teams that made it were uh, that you know. For Real Madrid, right, and River River Plate, uh-huh. and remember, you guys all know the big hype with River Plate and Boca Juniors, you know the Copa America, uh, sorry, Copa Libertadores final that got moved to Spain, and everyone thought, oh man, okay, the final is definitely going to be Real Madrid. Me, I couldn't get away from it on Instagram or social media. <laughs> Fucking tired. Go ahead. And so everyone thought the final was going to be Real Madrid versus you know River Plate, and I was also excited because Chivas was in it. And that's, you know, that's my team growing up. And I was excited to hopefully see Chivas Real Madrid on a game that mattered. But it did not happen. Chivas got their ass kicked. They were humiliated. I was bummed. And then River Plate, Plata didn't even make it to the final. They lost to uh, a team that didn't even qualify to the tournament via a Champions League. Lovely. And it's the the one loophole with this tournament, AJ, is Go for it. a country that's hosting the tournament. Yeah. The so the country that hosts the tournament gets to invite the team that won the local league. So like for example, okay. if this tournament was held in England and let's say Man City won the league, but they didn't, you know, win the Champions League, they can still play in the tournament as the the winners of the domestic league. Okay. Right? And so that's how this team came in. They're called Al Ale. So A L A I N. And okay. they they came in that route, so they came in all the way from the bottom, dude, and then worked their way all the way to the final. No, so they, they're in. They're in the oh, final they, then. No, no, I, I, I take it back. They did not. Uh, they, <laughs> no, they made it. They made it to the semifinal and lost Real Madrid. Oh shit! Okay, a shitty yeah. Real Madrid side, mind you. They suck. Am I, am I, am I getting my facts right? No. <laughs> uh, the final Nothing was... but the best over here at the studs up on. <laughs> Oh, good, man. There's a reason why people don't follow this fucking competition. <laughs> right, yeah. It's a, it's a mess of a fucking competition, man. It's it's like it's not even a real reflection of what the teams are because the whatever CONCACAF team goes, oh, yeah. they, win the, they win that title. They win the right to go to this tournament, I think, in May or April. Yeah. So that team looks entirely different by the time you know they actually go into competition, which is what happened with Chivas. They offloaded a bunch of players because they had financial problems. Whereas with like the South American teams, this is why they always make part of the reason they always make the final is that um, the team that wins the Libertadores goes. The Libertadores happens, uh, final happens a couple of weeks before the tournament starts. So you're talking about a hot team that just won the biggest tournament in South America. 
and the couple weeks later they play in the Steam. So it's the same thing, you know. Like it, it I don't know. I, I like I said, I, like like you said, I see it as like a notch above the a Community the, Shield. Uh, right. Right. What? A Community <laughs> Shield? Where were you yeah. at this whole time we were talking about this? <laughs> I was. I was. There, but I I thought you guys were like no, it's it's higher than that. No, no, but, a notch no, above. I, you just said that. A notch above, dude. Yeah. That's a little bit. I think it's way above Community Shield, All man. Right, okay. I don't. You're know. talking about Champions League champions playing in a <laughs> tournament, man. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, man. Every for to every man his own. <laughs> um. Anything else in European news? Anybody? Yeah, the Italian league is pretty boring because it's Juventus right. winning German. again. Dortmund's on top of Germany. Yeah. Oh, but they they finally lost their first game. Did they? I don't know if All right. Dortmund was undefeated and they finally lost, which is a bummer. It's the they lost the game, dude. That Christian Pulisic started. I was like, wow. motherfucker. Yeah, that. Says oh, a he's lot. and he he's kind of been benched, sorted by um, yeah uh, Jaden Sancho, yeah. right? Yeah, that English dude, that English yeah. kid. He's he's been tearing it up, dude. That kid looks good. Ain't no shame in being benched if. Is a better player than you. There's nothing wrong with that. Cool. All right. Chips and salsa or yeah. Sure. Cool. I'll go first. So um, transfer window is up in uh, at the end of December and January. A lot of moves are going around. I just want to give a chips and salsa out to the man, Eden Hazard, who uh, apparently has the most assists in the Premiership. People always uh, rate him as like a greedy you know inconsistent i'm sure there's there's some of that in this game but no the stats don't lie eden hazard top assist with nine in the premiership so big shout out to eden hazard keeping the blues up in fourth um yeah and if it wasn't for him i'm sure we wouldn't even be even in this conversation of of talking about champions league so that's why chips and salsa dude uh frank you want to hit it? Well, sure. In tradition with, uh, in keeping with, you know, the custom of being homers for chips and salsa, as you just did, uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, dude, I think Allison Becker and Virgil Van Dyke have been like the Van the Dyke biggest, for sure. Van Dyke for dude, sure. They've been the, the biggest things that happen in Liverpool in a long time. Right. Um, they, they really have changed, uh, the team because they've had other teams even before even during the Brendan Rodgers era that were exciting and scored a crap ton of goals and um, they just always lacked class in the back a, a top top goalkeeper a top defender I, I'm not sure if Van Dyke might not be the best at least top three center backs in the world right now I mean he's wow, really freaking state, good man. okay I mean he's he's so big he just tracks dude he's so massive he's six five he tracks dudes down on a on a foot race crazy like speedy dudes right. so, so funny because so i remember like, back in the day <clears throat> just to like hop on what you're saying back in the day they were saying like why van dyke was that a good move i think there was some arguments about how much you money you paid for him or right that was the argument it was like not, is not he even he was, is but... he premier fit is he can we don't why spend all this money if if he we don't even know his abilities like right. can he can he like play at this level so, but now yeah, it's proven Proven to be right, brother. Right. So, yeah. So, that's my chips and salsa. The two dudes who would be the most important in possibly getting, finally getting Liverpool a title. Sick. If it happens. Sick. Rory, <laughs> so. 2K. 
Uh, I'm going to go with Jack Harrison from Legion United. Um, just because I, I, th I think it's cool. This kid came from New York FC, from MLS. Right? Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, I thought so you were just MLS, joking. Dope. MLS, MLS connection with Jack Harrison. Played for New York uh, New York FC. Okay. Um, and then um, signed with Manchester City and is currently on loan to Leeds United with the option to sign, I believe. Wow. So, and he's been just playing good. I've been following him and like, wow, all right. So it's kind of cool to see an MLSer, you know, kind of uh, doing right. something in Europe. You so know, that's you my know, chips and salsa. Sick, dude. And you know what? I, I want to give a group chips and salsa to a specific, maybe we should start doing this before the pod. Can you guys all agree that San is amazing? In the premiership for Tottenham. Oh yeah, man. Oh, he's of course. Yeah, okay, he's dope, dope. That's our chips of salsa. I don't think he gets enough credit because he's Asian. I'm not. I don't want to be all racist, but I think he doesn't have like a crazy haircut, and he's just he just goes about his way. Then he's in the shadow of Harry, uh, Harry Kane, who's English. So I don't know. Well, yeah. I don't know if he's still in the shadow. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm just he's, saying. Like, I'm, I'm just saying. Wait, I, wait. I I think I'm not gonna call him. He's underrated. I think he's rated. Right. But I don't think he gets enough enough shout. But studs up podcast shout huh? chips. Yeah, what do sure. you think? Yeah, yeah. Would you make your fantasy yeah. team, Frank? Ooh. Oh, for, for sure. For would sure. you make a Liverpool squad? Uh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it got, well, got yeah, quiet. <laughs> take the money for money, right? Oh, well, well, it doesn't matter. Like, would you make the squad? Like, you know, would would you make oh, the bench? The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the, for sure the bench. All yeah, right, no doubt. I said about eleven. All right, yeah. dope. Sick. Yeah, he would make the Chelsea squad. Arnold United. Oh, easily, dude. Oh, dope. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just thought throw that out there. What about Leeds? Would he make Leeds, Arnold? <laughs> no fucking way. Because we don't know if he can handle the championship. <laughs> he might gritty, be a flop. He might be a fucking flop. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord all right gentlemen let's do this let's do the chat shit get banged and then arnold's gonna sing us off with the uh a chant that he has in mind cool so i'm gonna say chat arnold you say shit and then frank will do gig banged this is the studs up podcast chat shit get banged arnold this one goes out to you ole <laughs> Who put one behind the German's net? Nice. Who put one behind the German's net? Who put one behind the German's net? Ole Gunner, Solkshire. Oh, absolutely lovely. Great pod, guys. It's Boxing Day. Studs up podcasts. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Ciao. It's 4.57. Oh, my God.